Welcome to Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast, and it's only been a week, but boy, what a week it's been. Joining me as always this season, Mr. Bart Scott. Bart, how the Halloween are you? <laughs> Hello, sir. I'm doing well. We got all the scares. Very well. We got all the houses. We got some shows. We got stuff to talk about. So let's get right down to it. We've only got a we got a, a long short time to go and a something to get there. <laughs> and a well, short while to get there. Short while tight get, window here. Yeah. But we can dead stick it in. And we're gonna be eastbound and down just in a couple weeks here. Going down. That's right. And Very then, soon. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a couple weeks, three weeks, not even. I just played uh I'm adjusting my headphones. I just uh, booked my flight, so I'll be coming in, enjoying my... Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I got a lot of Southwest points, so I finally made my travel arrangements. I've already had the Airbnb booked out for myself for that weekend, so I was I was good to go. Mm-hmm. So coming in Thursday, I decided not to do the Friday morning out Saturday morning uh, because I told my wife that last year and the year before when we've done this, I'm no good to her when I get back and I'm just no. absolutely exhausted. So I'm going to actually sleep the night before Horror Nights till I get up, enjoy a day maybe in the park somewhere else, and then head to Horror Nights and, and, and then get up. I think my flight's like at 9, not like at 5. So Is should... that what, Did you do that last year? Because I, I flew in Thursday last year. I threw in Thursday. Threw in. I flew in Thursday night. Oh, yeah, you did because we talked. When I was sitting at the airport, you didn't go in until Friday morning, did you? Yeah, no, the last few years, I had I yeah. just go in in the morning, and I head back I the next morning, because typically there's stuff going on. But this, actually, earlier in September is helpful for me, just due to kids are back in school, and, and we're done with the holiday, and it's not it's nothing too crazy happening. It's too, a little too early in the school season for there to be a lot of stuff. Now, headed towards the last, when I plan on going at the end of October... They just told us they're like, "Hey, our you know elementary school program is that Friday." I was like, "Great, fantastic, all right." So I know because that's just what happens. This stuff with school just starts getting crazy. So I like that it's actually early in September. I don't know if I'm going to like the weather, but I do like the actual time frame because it's a little bit easier for me to relax a little. It also helps. My wife took a four day trip to San Francisco, so I have a little bit of collateral. <laughs> Like a little leverage. Yeah, I got a little bit to be like, I could go for two nights, right? Like, I mean, you went four nights to San Francisco. And so I'm going to do that. Going to come in. And I don't know what I'm going to do yet on Friday morning. And maybe I, you know, I'd sent you that thing. You see Disney's now doing for some of those people who are, who are listening. They're doing the afternoon pass. Do you see that? I saw a headline. I didn't read the story. And then you texted me. So I need to yeah. look it up. But yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. From now until the end of the year, you can get these really discounted tickets if you go in afternoon, which I have to say for you people who are post-Horror Nights people waking up the next morning, you're not getting up that early anyway. And you can go over to you know Galaxy's Edge for like 80 bucks. It's it's a, a lot cheaper. It's like I think it's like a quarter cheaper per day. And it's a lot more if you buy four. You can do four-day tickets that are after 12. Uh Maybe not the best wow. if you have little kids, but if you have, if it's just you, I mean, you just, you're not getting up before breakfast anyway. Why not, man? Mm-hmm. Pretty good deal. But let's get into why. Well, I mean, I really, I really want to hit that other event that's happening during that time yeah. frame, and, and it doesn't even start till eleven. I know so. that's why I sent it your well, way. I was like, this could be perfect yeah. food and wine people because it's like I don't know. I think it's at mm-hmm. uh, for those who want to do food and wine. It is. Let me see what the tickets are, man. This isn't a Disney podcast, but I think it is helpful for people who are planning their trip to be like, oh, this is now an option. Midday Magic. Uh, so it's $88 for, is that for a two day? So is there not a one day? I'm not sure. Maybe there's not a one day option. 
Oh, so that's how that's how they get you. That's weird, though. Yeah, I guess it's two day. Tonight. Still, that's a decent. I mean, two eight, day, two eight, days well, for one hundred and sixty, one hundred seventy bucks. That's one hundred seventy six bucks plus tax. Yeah, yeah. So interesting thought. And then if you do like four days, it's seventy nine anyway. bucks a day, three hundred fifteen bucks. That's not bad at all for what it is. But I mean, Logan, yeah. The problem is they ain't got no pizza fries. They don't have pizza fries. They don't have s'mores fries. <laughs> they don't have s'mores fries either. That's right. Which I'm fine with. Uh, I just went over to the Halloween Horror Nights website site because there is so much that we haven't talked about. Obviously, why don't we kick off with this first? The scare zones were announced, and I have to say I'm very mm-hmm. pleased with every theme on this. They are all pretty exciting. Some are less than like I'm less excited than others, but all of them are pretty pretty cool. Let's start with the first one that uh, how about the first one that kind of got people said leaked, but. It, Rob Zombie himself posted it, so I don't think that's a leak. I think that's just they wanted him to announce it. Rob Zombie's Hellbelly, Hell, I can't even say it, Hellbelly Deluxe. Uh, and it's like a essentially just a Rob Zombie scare zone is what it sounds like. Right. Like not necessarily specific think- friend, like they're going to play his music. We're going to get like, dig to the ditches and hell. Yeah, it's going to be tough on all the YouTubers out there. Copyright infringement. You're playing that well, Hellbilly Deluxe. Theme. Hellbilly Deluxe was his. Oh, that's right, the American Nightmare. I forgot about that. Is his? I think that was his first solo album. Yeah. After he, after he broke with White Zombie, um, I don't know that they actually broke up, but anyway, when he went solo, so it's interesting, and that's it's got a couple of my my favorite songs. I love Rob Zombie. I'm a big fan. So yeah, for sure. Um, this is I'm excited about this one. I don't know what it's gonna. Well, I have an idea because he, you know, I've never seen him live, but if you ever see his stage shows, he much like Alice Cooper. I mean, he really takes his a lot of cues from Alice Cooper. He's got costume characters on stage and special effects and things happening. So uh, you've got John Five playing guitar, shredding of it. John, you, you know, that's right. You know John Five. I know the name. Well, he's he's coming to do a solo show here in a few months. Uh, he's just a great performer I'll tell you, this is perfect this is a perfect person like you said like alice cooper to do something horror themed mm-hmm. rock and roll it will have that look again it'll have that wow edge to it and i love this it's a step into the heavy metal horror of rob zombie as his pulse pounding music comes to life in a frenzy of raging madness what i like about this is they can do whatever it just needs to be over the top and ridiculous and should we lead that into another scare zone or should we lead that into uh a Rob Zombie house. Should we just keep the zombie uh, conversation I, at one? I don't know. I think we do all the scare zones okay. first, and all then right. we go to the last house. Yeah, well, there's not only is there Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe, there are a few other options. There's Zombieland. We'll kind of do the uh, IPs first, if you will. I think Rob Zombie's kind of his own mm-hmm. IP. Uh, Zombieland Double Tap, which is a uh, scare zone based off of Zombieland. Uh, a movie that right. uh, then a sequel that's coming out to Zombieland just in a few months. This cool. I got no problem with it. I I liked Zombieland when it came out. I haven't given it that much thought or attention since. But how do you feel about it? Yeah, I'm kind of the same as you. Like honestly, I've seen the movie and I I barely remember it. I remember the so Bill Murray was, part. So that's uh, that's all I think anybody remembers. And that's all Bill really. Murray yeah. Came, yeah. Um, which is weird because Bill Murray just did another zombie movie. Um, wow. I didn't realize it's been 10 years since yeah. the first one came out. Yeah. Um, Abigail Breslin's now like 40. 
So the new one comes out. I, I don't know what I'm trying to find a release date for Zombieland Two or Double Tap because it's kind of it's. I'm surprised. And this will be in the streets of New York area. You may have seen some photos people have already been taking of what it kind of looks like. And it says, as guests enter the streets of New York, they'll be thrown into the world of Zombieland, where they must escape bloodthirsty zombies or become a midnight snack. So it's a zombie scare zone with a little bit of fun. It looks like it's a kind of a yeah. fun, a little bit goofy. Zombie land kind of gimmick. So cool. I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. And by the way, right, I didn't say it. Rob Zombie's area is in the streets of San Francisco, which is typically one of my favorite areas uh, for a scare. Yeah, zone. for so, sure. So I like that. Now that's where I know they, that's where the UFO one was right. two years ago. And that's, that's where Killer Clowns was last year, right? Wasn't Killer Clowns like on the side street? Well, yeah, that's true. What was on the wharf area then? I'm drawing a was blank. Was there nothing? Eh, uh, the water maybe. one or was that two years ago that was two years that was three years ago that was before i went that was 26 oh, wow. um Z- zombie land double tap comes out on october 18th so it'll be out during, during overnight yeah, so i guess it's not end. too weird i saw that they've already got some props out uh for it they've got they've got some outhouses like which apparently were t- not outhouses uh porta potties which apparently they used in the last bill and ted show too which I can't really remember. I'd have to take a look at yeah. that uh, DVD. There's a drop, but they, they have like a drop ride thing or something. Yeah, that's right. And there's like a Whalen's Sporting Goods or something like, not Sporting Goods, I don't remember what it is, but which I guess, I, I, the bottom line is I need to sit down and watch this. Yeah, as you can tell, we're very familiar with the Zombieland franchise. <laughs> I mean, it came out in 2009. I'm pretty sure I saw it in 2009. So, so I need to go back and, because I remember Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone weren't even like known <laughs> quantities when I saw it. So, um, anyway, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. I don't have an overwhelming excitement about this, but I mean, it'll be cool. You got zombies. It's, it's Halloween. It'll be a fun zombie area. So do you think I'm it's in. the logical one then to be a house next year? If we're going to follow the same trend, I guess it depends on how the movie does. Uh-huh. Maybe but not. It, I don't know. In my head, it kind of feels that way. It feels like you go, you know, trick or treat, trick or treat, killer clowns, killer clowns. What's the one this year? I feel like that's the obvious one. So we'll see. Well, yeah, I mean, if there's going to be one, probably. Well, yeah, because the only other IP, which is actually kind of cool, is the Rob Zombie one. And that's one still kind of vague. These other ones yeah. are completely original. And so we'll we'll move on to those. You have the one that I think a lot of us are looking forward to, because it hits all of our, our nostalgic love, is the Anarcade on the Avenue of Stars. Guess what? Which another place I think it's uh, gets gets underrated, but usually has some of the most fun areas. Guests will enter a sinister '80s inspired arcade where they get, where they only get one life. Their fear will level up as they try to flee a band of neon slashers, highlighted in black lights with chainsaws. So this is your chainsaw area this year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know about ne- I don't know about neon slashers. I'm, <laughs> I'm I don't know. I'm less yeah. enthusiastic about this one than some people. But oh come on, we'll what's see. wrong with the neon slasher? That's a very. I mean, I'm. It's fine. I'm into it. Now, what surprises me is Avenue of the Stars is like right when you walk in, right? Uh, hold on, let's pull up where like the exact like because a lot of these they go further than you think, and in your head you're like, oh, that should be the end. So I'm trying to see where mm-hmm. technically the beginning and end of the Avenue of the Stars is. Hold on, because when I first read this, I thought, oh, that's where Chucky was last year, but no, that's that's Hollywood. Hollywood. Which is yeah, where, honestly, in my head, that's next what, that's what I did too. I thought of that. Yeah. My, so you're going to open up to, that's a little old school. Yeah, the Avenue of the Stars would be the 
when you first walk in, your first entrance if you walk straight ahead. So where they've had sort of the photo op scare zones the last few years. Right. That's why I'm kind of surprised they're Good. putting this one there. But Good. This is what I want. Because last year, the last two, I really disliked having I mean, I enjoyed the visuals of it, but I love walking in to, to lunacy. And that's mm-hmm. well, this will be it. <laughs> and that to me is an awesome way to enter Halloween Horror Nights. Also, it kicks off the whole 80s theme early in the experience. So it's not like vaguely 80s. And I think you're going to have that's Ghostbusters true. right there when you first walk in. So it should be pretty overwhelmingly 80s as you kick it off. So this one's my number one. Sense. I love that it's maybe they're going to have a gate show. Something's going to happen at, at the beginning because. That's awesome to have that and have the chainsaw people, have them all out there in the very front of the park where, again, the last few years has been used as sort of a thoroughfare and for an area to have little, like I said, have photo ops. Not this year. Love it. All right. So moving on because I know we're going to run out of time here because we're, we're, we're spending time on this. Vikings undead, brutal, horn-helmeted warriors will rise from the grave and seize Central Park, you know, just where you think Vikings would be. Guests will become victims of these skeletal fighters, uh, reanimated corpses who have their channeled their vindictive rage into endless onslaught of gore. I mean, we got we got what seems to be zombie-ish uh, gladiators this year and some sort of zombie-ish Vikings. So we're hitting a lot of these these kind of things. What do you think? Well, you know, I have an issue with this. <laughs> this I know you have a personal connection. <laughs> but I am excited about it nonetheless. I'm over it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely original. It's definitely unique. And I'm excited to see what they do with it. You probably um, need to go into what your issue is with it. So it's not people. Just well, I don't want to go too deep because we're not. Well, I and I'm not at I know, all. You can't just tell people like I got a problem with it. I'm going to tell you what it is. But like a year and a half ago, I, I, I drew, tweeted out a sketch and and kind of gave a synopsis for a story I was working up in my mind. It was after we did the pod cruise, actually, about zombie Vikings. Only in mind, they attack a cruise ship over spring break. And it was called Zombie Viking Spring Break. And, and everybody, like, it was, people thought I was nuts. And I was like, I kind of want to do this, but I never did anything with it. And then I'm flipping through this the other day, and I'm like, zombie Vikings? What? So, but I, I there, of brother. course, I'm not, been there. <laughs> I'm not accusing anyone of anything. It's just great minds think alike. You know, there's nothing new under the sun. Sure. So eventually sure somebody else is going to come up with, and they're doing something with it. So, hey, God bless. I'm excited to see it. See, see some ver- version of my dream realized of seeing zombie Vikings. Yeah. Vikings are kind of the lore of Vikings. I know people love, but they've never really been mm-hmm. my thing. So I'm excited, but it's not of all of them. This one is. I can kind of picture what it's going to be in my head, and I just kind of go, okay, whatever. It's fine. But that's what I like about it, because, you know, you would expect, okay, pirates. Pirates has been done to death, especially in the last 15 years, For 20 sure. years. So you don't see a lot of, other than the show on History Channel, which I'm a big fan of, you don't see a lot of Viking stuff anymore. So, you know, they don't maybe even this will Vikings finally... do TV anymore. That's right. Maybe this will finally realize my dream of seeing Hagar the Horrible be made into some kind of feature, so... I doubt it, but maybe. Maybe. And the last one, Vanity Ball. And this is the one on the streets of Hollywood. There you go. Right. Guests will quickly discover beauty is pain as they watch artists turn willing participants into horrific living works of art. So this one seems to have a show element, much like the original uh, Vamp 55. Uh, it seems sort of, again, that's very reminiscent of it, not necessarily in the visuals, 
but in the way it sounds like it's going to be. Not necessarily your jump scare scare zone, but more of a uh, a show, more of some fun just, stuff. Yeah, happening. so just weird stuff, a lot of cool makeups. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm actually very excited. No, this me is too. Probably my not top. I don't know if it's 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 towards the top of my list for scare zones for sure. So probably this and Rob Zombie are my top. Yeah, I'm looking at the artwork too. It has that sort of uh, you know, like I said, like a. 1920s or 19 yeah i guess that's the 20s kind mm-hmm. of vibe a little gatsby-ish uh but then also there yeah zombies are look like they've been cut open into many pieces mm-hmm. so uh cool i like it it's uh, I, I think this is one that if my wife was going this year she'd be like that's the one i'm looking forward to that looks fun mm-hmm. it sounds fun it sounds like i said almost pretty in a way much like vamp 55 was uh so I'm excited about that. I think that's going to be cool. I think all the scare zones this year sound like a blast. I There's not one that I, I'm not looking forward to going through. Not that there typically is, but there's usually hype. And I think because there isn't maybe that marquee one this year, either for me in, in general, there isn't one that's just like, wow, that one for sure is going to be great. I kind of like that. Kind of brings everyone in at an even playing field and says, let's see what happens. Because I like the scare zones that are original, just like, like the house is the original, but I feel like the last few years we've seen the original houses do really well, but then the IP houses be just incredibly done. I would like to see now uh, a more classic style of scare zone. It sounds like that in this because back in my day, you when you went through a scare zone, there was like big archways and it was always this big moment of walking into a scare zone. You knew it as it was happening. It wasn't a slow transition. It was a stepping into this place. I really enjoyed that. I really liked that when I was a kid. I liked it heading to adult. And then it seems like somewhere around that Walking Dead year, 20, you know, was it 22, 23, it switched into being a little bit more all immersive. So it's scary everywhere at Horror Nights. Uh, I went from there's nowhere safe. You know, you go to Finnegan's, there's going to be a zombie there. I like this idea. Again, what sounds like of, of even their advertising. Here's where they're going to be. And maybe they'll be, and they're overly themed in those areas. And then you have some some mm-hmm. space. We'll see. I don't know if that'll be what it, what it is, but I like that. I'm very excited. And the other house was, uh, there was one house left last time we did a show. We all knew what it was. We all said we knew what it was. And it was confirmed. And what I like is that Rob Zombie gets a, a double spot here. Uh, bring it in the metal. When not only Hellbelly Deluxe, you have House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, a film that, again, I need to go and watch. I believe I saw it originally, but it's been so long that I'm not that familiar with it. And I'm I'm pretty excited, though. I like Rob Zombie in general. I love the visuals of, of which I've seen. It came out in 2003, so it's a while back for a lot of us. No, well, for all of us. I mean, there are kids that are going to Horror Nights that were not born. Uh, now, obviously, they weren't born either from Ghostbusters, but Ghostbusters was 35 years ago. This you're only talking about, you know, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, this one feels more contemporary, but yeah. it's still been a long time. It's like it's not it's a classic in a different way. It's not a mm-hmm. on TV every night like Ghostbusters is classic. This is different. It's a classic from this century. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So um, it's pretty cool, though. I mean, I I am again not terribly familiar with. The plot points, I knew need to go watch it. Again, if I saw it, it was in 2003. And I don't remember a whole lot from that era of my life. <laughs> it, you know, it takes such a, it takes a crazy 
visual turn towards the end, which I'm excited about because it involves like a kind of a catacomb area. So I'm pretty sure we'll see that. We'll probably be walking through that and I'm, that's going to be cool. Uh, and that's when you come face to face with Dr. Satan. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, this is, this is one I'm very excited. It's definitely towards the top of my list. You could have a bring it on Dr. Satan shirt this year. I, you know, I had thought about <laughs> someone else already mentioned it on Twitter. I'm like, I had thought about maybe a variant, but I'm like, eh, that's all right. Um, I even thought I was just making one for myself, but I'm like, I just, I can't wear a shirt with my own face on it. But, uh, yeah, this is, this is cool. This, this will definitely be the house that brings the gore, you know, and the real, like, just like disturbing imagery. Right. So I, I would warn people ahead of time, but you know. Anybody that says Horror Nights is getting family friendly, this will be the house that I think will dispute that argument. Yeah, I was in a discussion with someone the other day about that, and I don't ever think it's Horror Nights going family friendly. It's Horror Nights going over the top ridiculous. It's going into the world that is, it's still a fantasy world, or a world that's insane or a little cartoony or over the top it's not necessarily tony mm-hmm. now i have to say the streets and certain things were definitely toned down gore last year but what i think is different is the threats of these houses and i'm not that familiar with with house of a thousand corpses so i can't say but the visuals i see kind of evil, cl- evil clown dr satan um is a lot different than something like the purge something that right. visually looks like everyday life and I think that's the main difference. It's a, it's a movement in tone. And what people have complained about it, I said, remember, when we fell in love with this, the main character was an evil spirit clown. Okay? It's always been over the top. It's always been ridiculous. Did it go into maybe a more serious tone at some points? Absolutely. And I think you'll have that occasionally. But it's always been a big Halloween party. And I don't never lose sight that it all started with a big Halloween party. <laughs> with a clown. With an evil clown. <laughs> you know, an evil yeah. spirit clown, a ghost clown who's been trapped in a box. You know, remember these these characters, and that's why I'm most excited about this year is because, true, none of this sounds like, oh, man, this is going to scare me like crazy. I know it will. I know they will get jump scares on me every turn, but I'm not walking into some of these things going, I don't know. Uh, it, it, this year doesn't take itself too seriously. It's killer clowns. It's Ghostbusters. It's Stranger Things. It's you know mm-hmm. graveyard games and a Yeti. You know these are over the top kind of ridiculousness, and I'm okay with it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and and I think that's the, the main difference. It's not necessarily a toned down, family friendly event, but I believe this event was always meant for 14 year olds, 15 year olds, 16 year olds teens and up not necessarily just a strictly r-rated kind of event it's why something like bill and ted could live because it was kind of goofy high school humor uh you know for for that audience and in the early 2000s that was a lot more in the 90s it was a lot more accepted but now we have seen the announcement of two shows bart first academy of villains is (laughs) returning (laughs) Hmm. It sure. Let's is. move on. Ring- uh, <laughs> yeah, there's your news. Cannibal's coming back. Yeah, again, I actually think the visuals of this year that they're using the logos and everything are a little bit more in tune with what I'm interested in when it comes to horror nights. I don't know. It has a more of a horror Halloween kind of feel than last year of being this you know cyberpunk style. But 
the main thing, and if you go to Halloween Horror Nights website, obviously it's the most late, it's the latest announcement, but giant, the big giant picture right now is for Halloween Marathon of Mayhem, a show that I think a lot of people knew a second show was coming, but people were really off in speculation of what it would be. Mm-hmm. And what it turned out to be, as most of you know probably by now, is a big giant lagoon show. And I love this idea. I love this idea, just like I used to love the parade. They've done the, a lagoon show before uh, in, in Horror Nights history. They've, they've taken, you know, when they had the big little dome that was out there, they've done a lot of those things before. But now, I guess, using uh, the new you know, concepts and the new technology, three times a night, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., and midnight, they will have this show that features all the kind of characters you've experienced throughout the night. So Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, Universal Monsters, Killer Clowns, and using this state-of-the-art technology and special effects, a one-of-a-kind 80s nightmare you won't want to miss. I love this. I love this so much. I think a show element is so important. And this, we were talking about this on my on WDW today. What I love about Disneyland's fireworks show is that it is a big celebration of the day you just had at the park and the history of the park. What I like about this Halloween marathon of mayhem is that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a big finale for everything you've experienced. So take a breath and go, wow, that was a fantastic day and a fantastic event. Grand finale, marathon of mayhem. Uh, I'm sure we'll at least see it once. What do you think, Bart? Oh, yeah. And I actually, when as soon as they announced this, I'm like, why didn't we see this coming? I mean, once they started that new, what's what's the show called? Is it Cinematic Spectacular or something yeah, like that? Yeah, their version I'm, of World of Color. I forget yeah, what it's called, yeah. Yeah. Once they got that going, because I, I think that was just last year, wasn't it? Or the year before. In the last like, year. We should have just known they're going to convert this to a to a Halloween show. It's such a no-brainer. And so, and the fact that it's, you know, I was looking at it going, oh, wait, it's it's only, I'm like, how come they don't have all the characters? I'm like, duh, it's all the 80s theme characters. So I think it's great. Except the Even Universal the Monsters. Artwork, <laughs> well, okay, that's true. Um, if you look at the artwork, they've even got kind of in the background, like you see, it says play SP and then a, a timer, yeah. like you're watching a, a videotape, a VHS tape. I love it. I, I, this is, I'm very excited. So much more excited about this than the other show. Yeah, for sure. You know, though it's different. It's not like an improv comedy show or something like that, or, or an improv comedy show. It's not a sketch comedy show is what I meant. Like Bill and Ted, it's not live actors necessarily. I think it is a great, great option. The only, yeah. the only negative I see is the fact that you're going to be standing there, and it's going to be hot. Uh, yeah. You're not. But I in, imagine it'll be much shorter too. Yeah, right? if they're if they're, thinking. if they're doing it every hour from ten, eleven, and twelve, then it's got to be. Yeah. I would bet it's fifteen minutes. No more than as I say, yeah. Um, and, and also, let's not forget that at the end of the day, this event is being held in a theme park based on movies. So, what better way than to actually, you know, highlight clips of movies, you know? that are also tied in directly to the event. I, I think it's great. I think it's genius. So. And then a little bit of uh, information they did. They also put out in that same press release about Halloween Marathon of Mayhem. They put in, they said, are you the ultimate Halloween Horror Nights fan? Prove it by testing your knowledge of the event. Here's what I'll say. I've been a, a happy host of this show for four years now, but I'm definitely not the number one ultimate Halloween Horror Nights fan because I see some of you guys online and you know a lot more than I do. Prove it by testing your knowledge of the event with Terror Trivia on the mobile app. 
compete for a coveted spot on the leaderboard with 11 horror-packed levels featuring questions about this year's haunted houses and the history of the event, plus unlock achievements along the way, including a few hidden gems that you'll have to discover. It's the perfect way to kill time in the queue while chowing down on pizza fries. Hint, there's a pizza fries achievement. Download the app now. It's for Apple and Google Play. Uh, Making the lines more interactive. Uh, Hopefully Bart and I will be blessed to express pass it up or RIP tour it up. I don't see this as something I probably will be doing unless there's something crazy like you unlock a hidden house. Uh, Other than that, (laughs) I mean, and they've done crazy stuff like that before. But I have a feeling this is uh, not unlike the Play Disney app where it's just something to do and the fact that they know they're going to have some some big lines on some big nights. So what, what do you think the likelihood of you trying this out, Bart? I don't think I'd do very well on this one. I'm certainly going to do the the other uh, interactive Facebook thing. Yeah, I like that. For the Gra- uh, graveyard games or whatever it's called, but uh, this one, I, I mean, I'll probably look at it, but I, I won't do well. You know, I just don't know enough about the history of the event. So I think a lot of it will be pretty baseline yeah. stuff. It's just going to be stuff to again to help you kill time while you're trying to. But I don't know. No, I mean, glad is, they're is doing. It tri- it. Wait, cool. Yeah, about the houses and the history. Yeah, the houses I might do okay because I know a lot of these movies. So uh, at least the IP houses. So All right, we'll see. I'll check it out. Why not? Yeah, again, no reason to not like it. I got no beef with it. It's just one of those extra features that I'm probably not going to utilize where it's really great, though, for people who are going to wait in those long lines. And I just don't have the patience anymore or the time. Right. I mean, not that, look, sometimes an express pass line can, can get to 20, 30 minutes. There were some years recently an express pass was, yeah, it was cutting half the time off of that meant you were waiting in line 90 minutes. So... You know, I'm, but I'm but I'm hoping this year that that that's not the case for us, and we can fully enjoy the event and then pick or choose what we want to do. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Uh, anything else in the world of of horror for you, Bart? I'm I'm just I'm looking at pictures someone just posted on Twitter of the Rob Zombie scare zone area. Here, the only thing that terrifies me are these giant speakers hanging from scaffolding by a couple of cords. <laughs> I hope they secure those a little more, but otherwise, yeah, the, the, yeah. those things can hold a lot of weight. I suppose. Yeah. I'm trying to. The only Wait, thing I've where seen. Where did we? Where's? Where's? Where's the Rob Zombie scare zone? Where did we say it was at? Crud. And we just said it. It was is in. Is it, is it? No, that was the other one. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you in two seconds. Rob Zombie. It is the wharf. It's the wharf area. Yeah, it's San yeah, Francisco wharf. But we just went on a whole rant about it. <laughs> I know. There we go. So anyway, it's the blur. Right, the the HHN blur is already kicking in. Yeah, exactly. I know we haven't even got it's still three weeks away. Three weeks from today, people. That's what's crazy. I'm also not a lanyard person, typically. I don't like them. I don't like things around my neck. Oh, but I know where you're going. But that Ghostbusters lanyard. It's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. When are we going to start seeing some merch, by the way, speaking of? Oh, if they have a bunch of Ghostbusters Horror Nights merch, thankfully it won't be blood. (laughs) Hopefully it won't be blood covered because I don't understand why it would. Uh, oh boy, oh buddy! Like I will be, I will be dropping, dropping some coin at these places because because the last few years they haven't really done a great job taking my money. They'll, they'll, well, except for I bought that Jack Bust and that was expensive, but that more got me. The high end collectible side of it got me. Yeah, that but, was that was different. But like the the just traditional year stuff. Oh man, 
if they if they go Ghostbuster crazy and it's not just like here's a Stay Puft st- stuffed animal, which I still may buy. I mean, honestly, <laughs> if it says <laughs> don't it, kid yourself. If it says Halloween Horror Nights and like embroidered on his foot, then I'm buying it like a build a bear. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna have Stay Puft under one arm and Slimer under the other. Oh, I'm kidding. That's just what. That's just how I feel walking around in September in Orlando. <laughs> oh man, my arms! I feel like I got Slimer under my arms. <laughs> I got Stay Puft <laughs> over here. Ugh. <laughs> it's sticky. All right, let's wrap up. Uh, anything else? Anything that's you want to plug? Oh, well, that's it. Unless you want to listen to the Sasquatch Lounge, a new episode dropping. Well, I don't know when this is coming out. Will this be out today or tomorrow? This will be out today for Patreon, tomorrow for everybody else. All right. All right. So r- roughly around the same time, there'll be a new Sasquatch Lounge as well. So go take a look at that. Talking about all the same stuff and then some. Go listen to us on another podcast, which, or at least me, on WDW Today. Free on your birthday will return. We're in summer break, honestly, because we're really focused on this and having a blast talking about Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, we do have also a couple weekends left at the Airbnb. Not many during the Horror Nights season. I believe there's one weekend in sep- two weekends in September, one weekend in October, and maybe two weekends in, our, in uh, or no, none in November. Are, those are all gone now. So just a couple more weeks for the Horror Nights season if you want in on it with the Pick Your Perk program that's at Airbnb.com. Also, I'm just going to give a little plug to this. Over on WDW Today, we're doing a giveaway for our friends at Travelmation, who are a uh, they are a travel agent. It's Travelmation, like animation. But I'll give them a plug here because you're listening here. Maybe you listen to WDW Today. Maybe you don't. But right now, if you go to Travelmation.net slash WDW Today, you fill out your Disney favorites form. And maybe go Horror Nights and let them know you heard about it here. Uh, but if you fill out, you get entered to win uh, a free three-night Long weekend stay at the Grandestino Tower. And you can do that right now. Again, that's at travelmation.net slash WDW today. This isn't an ad for them. I just figured you guys like free stuff as much as the next one. So why don't you go ahead and, and, and check check it out? You know, no strings attached. All right. Until next time, keep your eyes closed, your ears open. We'll see you at Finnegan's. I said, don't forget to dig through those ditches and burn through those witches. Is that what he says? That's, the, that's from uh, Dragula. Dig through the No, I know. But I, honestly, I just knew it was, Dig through the dirt and Like, I never knew. Climb in the back of my Dragula. Like, I know that song very well. Oh, yeah. Never mind. All right. All right. We'll see you at Finnegan's. All right. See you at Finnegan's.